You're listening to the Big Stick Energy Podcast, where three friends are talking about their favorite Philadelphia sports teams, the Philadelphia Phillies and the Philadelphia Flyers. Welcome all to the Big Stick Energy Podcast. I forgot, almost forgot what our podcast name was for a second there. I'm your host, Jim. Uh, as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Eric Rayer. What is going on, Jimbo? And Joey Neary. Hello. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Hello. Uh, all right, gentlemen. We're here to talk to... Uh, well, before we oh, – you're blowing your load a little quickly here. we got to talk. How's your week been, guys? We like to – I like to hear what you guys – I was going to let people know what they're listening to first before we just all start right, well, talking about our lives and shit. All right, shit. go back to that. They don't want go, a soap no. opera podcast. All right, go back then. Tell them what we're talking about here. We're talking to you guys about our favorite sports teams collectively. Uh, I and I believe Joe is a Philadelphia Phillies fan. Why do you always say, like, I'm not a Phillies fan? Eric's a Phillies fan. <laughs> I just associate you with Flyers. But I, it's, you make it, everyone's going to think it's that I'm not like against the Phillies. Our our expertise is in baseball, and your expertise tensions is in are high tonight, fellas. No, I'm just. I, right. need to, I need. I need people to. I, I need. I need people to know that I'm not a Phillies hater. Watch this You're transition. not a Phillies hater. Watch this transition. Is it because the Phillies is over and you can finally see how terrible they are? Is that no. why? No. All right. Well, I tried. What? I tried to. I don't dislike like the Philly. All right, never mind. Sorry, never mind. <laughs> I thought we were directing it. Jim, you I was going to try and direct no, I, I was just trying to say positive. I, 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 I always associated here. Eric with Flyers and Hockey. I'm a Flyers fan, fan, by the way. We didn't, we didn't Eric's a Flyers fan. We didn't specify. We're all Flyers fans. We're all fans of our respective I'm not, teams. I'm here. not fake. I'm going to be one, but right now I don't know shit about okay. him. Okay. There's Pox. <laughs> And anyway, we we enjoy the finer teams of hockey and baseball <laughs> in the Philadelphia area. All right, look, That's we like fun. both teams. We just we're done justifying. <laughs> we like teams. We want them to succeed. But each of us know more about. Different things here. This is that's it. what. I, that's the point I was trying to get. It's across. episode twelve, and we are describing. Some people might be just starting with us. I'm trying to reach out to those people that want to get to know who we are. Joey, I see what you were saying. Now Jim's anger is directed not at me, but at Gabe Kapler's Phillies. <laughs> no, my anger is geared towards the two motherfuckers that made me take a Benadryl before I started this show. Did <laughs> you say gears? What? You say gear? No. Is geared. Gears. <laughs> Gears 5? I'm in. Anyway, so we went to Dairy Queen. I have a peanut allergy, and Joey and Eric are making me paranoid about my... Uh... So I ordered a Snickers Blizzard, which, by the way, was immaculate. It was beautiful. Jim ordered a strawberry shortcake bullshit, or whatever. It was a and New York cheese, strawberry cheesecake. All right, that's weird. A cheesesteak blizzard. <laughs> Just Philadelphia, man. What is it? Fucking chocolate syrup and steak meat? <laughs> Sounds disgusting. Anyway, they were fucking delicious. But, but due to my allergy, Joe and Eric have been kind of up my ass like, dude, what if you die? Well, because, all right, we gotta, so we'll tell a story. Hold on. So You're so, coughing for like the last hour. I, I have a cold. All right, so we're going to tell, no, we're going to tell a story. I'm all right, still let, let's, let's tell a story. So, as we ordered, Jim asked politely, 
Will it come in, will Jim's Blizzard come in contact with any of the peed up products? And the the lady working said no. We were and she comes and gives us two bags with the blizzards in there. She goes, I put them in separate bags. So then when we're pulling out, we go, wait, fuck, which one's which? Yeah, it was so basically you're playing Russian roulette. Yeah, right? so, <laughs> so I had to inspect the blizzards to make sure that I, Jim wasn't gonna swallow a snicker and then all of a sudden in the middle of the podcast have a fucking allergic reaction. Long story short, I got paranoid to the point where I went to CVS and bought Benadryl, a hundred tablets. So now you're halfway through the podcast. I'm gonna start to hear some you. snoring. 18 bucks. Oh, okay. Not bad. Um, but we're all good because I'm fine. I literally Jim's knew I was fine. Jim's $3 blizzard turned into a $24 <laughs> yeah. fucking blizzard because he doesn't want to die. But you know what? Was it worth it? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> much. Dairy Queen is not a sponsor. Neither is CVS or their Benadryl. Or Benadryl. So. This but, week uh, on Not a Sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, how have your weeks been? Can I get to it now? Since we great we, until tonight. Well, we, kind of, <laughs> we kind of, in a way, explained what we talk about, but we also didn't. I mean, well, we talk about the Phillies and the Flyers, the hockey and baseball teams of the Philadelphia area, as per usual. Yes, ma'am. The Phillies are done for the year. They finished with a 500 record. Good riddance, Jim. With Banks. a loss to the Marlins. Joey, you of like Of course the they lost to the Marlins. <laughs> yeah, but they pissed me off. Of course they lost to the Marlins on the last game of the year. That's just kind of fitting. Oh, yeah, the Marlins. They've been getting their ass spanked by the Marlins all freaking season. They finished the year with a positive record against them. Bullshit, really? <laughs> I think so. Oh, I'm wrong. Sorry. <laughs> by like one game, I think. Mm. Not great, considering the Marlins are the worst team in the division. And. The Phillies finished in fourth. So Mets finished higher than us. They did. I'm sorry to rub a dirt in a wound, but I just needed to. But the Mets did it for nothing. <laughs> so we get a better draft pick than that. Fuck the Mets, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I'd be more proud if I was a Mets fan right now. I saw a Met- <laughs> I saw a Mets fan driving the other day. And he has windows open, and my car was in the perfect position where if I put on my uh, windshield washer fluid, it would have sprayed him in the face. I really was tempted not to do that. Yeah, <laughs> but then he did it anyway. And now he's uh, passed away because he, he got him wet. He scared him, and he fucking went off a rail. Well, it's also a chemical. So. <laughs> that, too. We don't condone it's murder on our podcast. Basically, don't. basically Windex. The Higgler manslaughter, no matter what fan base you are part of, is not warranted. Except if you're a Cowboys fan around here, then no, I'm just kidding. But kind of. Anywho, right. how's your week been? Stay so, Jim's yours has been shitty. You almost died tonight. Uh, Joe, no, how's yours been? Great. Pretty good. Can't complain. You same know. old, same old. Yeah, dude. Union lost 2 nothing, so that kind of sucks. Eagles won, though. Eagles won. Yeah, yeah. that's always good. Yeah, Played it was a big, big win. Yeah, yeah, me and Joey uh, put forth our first couple hours of Gears 5's horde mode yesterday. Yeah. 30 rounds. Not like it was nothing when you up the difficulty. I think it was like two hours of gameplay. Yeah, but we're too good. That is is true. Until I start playing. You should get it. Fucking join us. We will bring you guys down. Yeah, you might might just revive you. Will you play as Jack? Yeah, I'll revive you. (laughs) I promise I will. I remember our days playing... 
Call of Duty and shit. <laughs> I always revive people. Did you? Yes. <laughs> I even bought the I even bought the ballistic knives. Being Jim, there's no way I could possibly do that. That just look, runs the other that side. That was not me. They're right. That was Donald. Yes, Donald was the worst. I <laughs> Wait was a always second. A team do team. you guys remember? Were you a part of it that one time when it was Nazi zombies and Call of Duty World at War? We were playing, and I, I don't think I was a part of it. But it was well, you guys were playing on that Durise or Durise map, and oh, uh, was this the Black Ops map pack? You mean? I don't know. It was I think it was it? I, 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 never, it was, I never played the. Yeah, I never. Well, anyway, so Donald was playing, and we're they were on like wave fifty or something, and it was something crazy, and I literally like I did something to fuck up him reviving me, and you just heard you heard out of nowhere you heard. Motherfucker! <laughs> just, just the and then he was mad at me for probably like eight months. That, that he me. he made me buy him French fries at lunch every single day for in high school. He would be this? like, "Yo, what? Donald!" Oh my god! Are you he kidding? Made, me? Yeah, he said I was a friend of ours. He said he was the worst at playing Call of Duty with. I know. Oh my god! He, whenever he got bored, he would just grief everyone else. When we were still having a good time, trying to get to a high level, he would just start griefing everyone when he got bored. Hey, he could be a friend of the pod, so we don't know. No, I'm, yeah, I'm not saying like, I don't like him. I'm just saying he <laughs> pissed me off when he played Call of Duty. Great guy, great guy, rough guy to play cooperative multiplayer. I have nothing wrong with Donald. I'm just saying I hate playing Call of Duty with him. That's it. And he knows that. I've told him that a million times. <laughs> My week's been good. Has it? Uh, well, all right. To continue our storyline from last week, so... Round one of the Stanley Cup playoffs with the Hartford Whalers has ended. I lost. <laughs> Good shit. Remember I said I was going to win the cup? So I got 24 more years to win. Actually, I think we're down to 23. I think this is season three I'm coming up on. Ooh. So we're, we're, we're hitting the home stretch. But Do you get mad when you lose? Do you like, throw your controller? Yeah, I threw a controller at the TV. It broke. But no, just, no I, I, I was bummed, but, you know, just... You know, I gotta gotta fix my holes, patch the team, and go back in and try to win next year. Life goes on. Yeah. Well, no, it doesn't. Because I Hartford Wheel. I treat this. I treat this like it's legitimate <coughs> Stanley Cup playoffs. I you know camp out, get really drunk. Hey, you know, at least at least you know there's still a team that's playing today. So. No, they're not. They're not actually right now. Cause I know that's the point I was trying to make. Off season. Well, fuck, fuck they're you. also not a franchise anymore. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, uh, but besides that, my week's been good. It's been uh, <clears throat> watched a pretty pretty good movie last night. You ever seen The Green Mile? Mm. It's the one with Tom, Hanks, Tom Hanks as the prison prison guard and, uh, and magical Michael Clark Duncan. I was gonna say yeah. Oh yeah, and then he die. <clears throat> in the movie and in the spoiler alert, but <laughs> no, not in the movie. And he did life. die in real life. He's a great, he was, it was a great actor. But it's a really, really sad movie. Really interesting movie. I, I liked it a lot. It's like three hours, but it was good. It was. It made me cry a little bit. Teared up at the end. It's a rough one. Any Tom Hanks will make. Any Tom Hanks is movie. awesome in the movie. He bones his wife in the one scene, and he's just like, because there's this scene when it's Tom Hanks and. He like has a urinary tract infection for the first like quarter of the movie, and the the guy has like healing abilities, so he heals his bladder infection. Then he goes home and just fucks his wife all night, and he's like, she's like, last time we went four times in one night was when we were nineteen, and Tom Hanks is like, well, it hasn't worked that well since then. <laughs> it's just like his dick was like magic now, so that's that's great. It was a great scene, and you just Green Mile, the movie where Tom Hanks's dick is magic. <laughs> 
Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor of Tom Hanks' magical dick. I think that's just real life, though. I feel like Tom Hanks is. You mean Mr. Rogers? I feel like it's pretty average, but. Can't wait for Tom Hanks' new movie. Would the man that played Buzz Lightyear. No, 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 he was Woody. Would the man that played Woody have an average dick? Probably. (laughs) But it would be the best average dick you've ever seen. I mean. He's a very talented man, but I just don't picture his dick being that impressive. Because he's like your dad. You don't want to. He's like Tom Hanks is like everybody's dad. You don't want to picture him in that way. You want to picture him as the guy who invites you over and you have a nice conversation. He tells you that your sports team is going to make it through the rough patch. He tells you that he had a volleyball one time that was his best friend on an island. Well, son. <laughs> That's sports related. we got to segue back into sports because we've been veering off, but it's been, it's been nice. You know, it's nice to talk about other things every once in a while. Our fans hate us. <laughs> yeah, you say that as if we have fans. Next job. <laughs> um, all right. Shout out to all you lovers out there. All right. I think we should jump into all our lovers. So <laughs> this is for the lovers. <laughs> We've decided to change from a sports podcast to an erotic fiction podcast. Well, you were talking about urinary tract infections earlier, so that's not where I'd veer into right away. We we would ease in. You're the one who brought it up. I said the I movie will. had it. I didn't say that we're gonna just start talking. You had to bring up the urinary tract infections. That's not the sexy. That's not gonna, they're not gonna like it. You don't know that. <laughs> hey, there's some kinky motherfuckers out there. Coming on episode 12 of Big Stick Energy Pot, we should just call this one urinary tract infection. No. That would be a weird fear into like, it would just be a bunch of sports styles and then urinary tract infection. <laughs> People would be like, what the fuck? Alright, back to sports. <laughs> and you're, we'll get the urinary tract infections later, because you know. No, we won't. Me. <laughs> anyway, the Phillies, are, the Phillies are done for the season. Uh, we got some off-season stuff happening right now. Gabe Kapler is looking to be on the outs, and there may be some potential managerial prospects out there. Um, I will also be starting our uh, weekly player review or uh for one of the players from the 2019 Phillies, how they played, how they could improve, what their outlook for next year will be. And today we're going to start with Brad Miller. But before we do any of that, Eric, what's happening with the Flyers? Sorry, I was Googling urinary tract infection stuff for later. Okay. Get it out of the system now. <laughs> no, no pun intended. <laughs> Go drink some cranberry juice. God damn it. All right. Um, flyers. Well, it is week one of the season. Always pee after sex. I do that too. <laughs> do you do that too? You're supposed to. Oh, good. It's medically good. recommended to okay. pee after sex. Good, good, good. Anyway, <laughs> I do that too. As if like, as if like, Miss Teacher, I pee after sex too. And then they're like, "Don't start, baby." Who's your teacher? I had a rough childhood. Woody, gold <laughs> star partner. No, not that Woody. <laughs> Tom Hanks did not watch me pee. There's a snake in my pants. No, remember Woody from Health Class? Oh, Woody. <laughs> Wait, was Woody the fucking skeleton? No, no it was the, the giant the fucking, dildo. It wasn't the dildo, it was the... Uh, 
condom demonstration dip. Oh yeah, there was about. <laughs> I went through about four. I went through about four or five condoms. I didn't even get to touch that shit. I didn't want to. <laughs> oh yeah, I took. I, I I went to make sure it was all right. I I asked the teacher if I could you know sanitize it. Who was your Who was our health teacher? McFadden. Remember, McFadden. I passed oh, yeah, out McFadden. during the pregnancy video. Yeah, I don't blame you. Did you actually? Yeah, I saw that placenta and I fucking ate shit. Dude, that shit was. <laughs> Welcome to the new. <laughs> New health podcast, Big Stick Energy. <laughs> I'm just letting people know that I'm human. All right. All We're right. all human. You want to know the flyers. We need to get to the flyers. We want to hear about them flyers. We all want right. to know what it's like to be a fucking flyer. Be a, you, does that the segue because of what I told you? All right. Good, good, good segue. Um, so it's week one of the season. Game one Friday against the Chicago Blackhawks in Prague. Two o'clock. PM on NBC Sports. Sorry, that's just a random place to play. I wish play. it wasn't a <laughs> I know, it's weird, but... Like, I, you never think of Prague as like, oh, they play hockey there. They do. It's Czech Republic. I know that they do, like, like when you hear, when you hear Prague, you think, like, fashion design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like rich it's people. Like, and they go you don't think, hey, let's go watch some hockey. <laughs> I agree. Because everybody that watches hockey has a Canadian. Why does so. your, why does fucking... Why do you sound like you're from Trailer Park Boys? <laughs> Because the trail park boys like hockey. They are Canadian. I know. Because they like They're hockey. Canadian hips. <laughs> they are Canadian because they like hockey. They, there is a hockey episode, actually. <laughs> you become Canadian if you like hockey. Exactly. <laughs> it's not like a fucking religion. You don't just, like, all of a sudden become Canadian. Anyway, Flyers. All right, yeah. Um, so, game one. I am super duper excited. Um, it's, been a, it's been a crazy camp. Crazy camp. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they actually, it's it, we're recording on a different night tonight, and we actually got lucky because the Flyers <laughs> played today at two against a Swiss National League team, and uh, we should jump into it because it's an interesting thing that happened. They got drunk and lost. Yeah, they lost. Um, <laughs> they looked like they were hungover on ice, and I think that they genuinely went out partying last night and fucking played hungover because they looked like absolute dog shit. But it's okay because it was a preseason game, and it doesn't matter. We they will... should get railed by their coach for that shit. The coach probably was with them. Someone no, was he was not. He did not. He did not look angry. But or, I mean, he did not look happy. He looked angry. He should uh, beat one of them with a hockey stick. I don't know if assault's the way to get through to... Uh, you never know. Yeah. See, Jim, we need Ricky Vitalik on as, as the Phillies coach. He would shoot. He, he would fucking shoot him. He would he, feel like... He would have shoved the bat up uh, fucking Cesar Hernandez's ass. This Made year. up their ass. Yep. <clears throat> it would have happened on field, too. And he's going to do it next just, year if Cesar see, gets signed. You could just see... You could just see that tomato face forming and <laughs> him grabbing a bat. Running out to second base and shoving a bat up his ass. All right. Love it. So, the Flyers, after today, are done preseason. So, they have a couple days off. They went 1-3-3 in the preseason, which people were probably already going out of blowing their brains out. And they're saying, oh, my God, the season is over. Yes, it's preseason, Jim. So, it's not. I'm not really. I bet you game one on Friday will be a completely different story. I change my stance. Oh, my God, the season is over. (laughs) All right. Thank you. <laughs> I was thinking of you when I did that. Um, they lost 4-3 to three against... All right, Jim, you're going to have to help me out with my grammatical issues. What? How do you say that? 
Lasan, Lasun, La Susanna, La Susanna. I, I don't even think you know how to say that, but L A U S A N N E, La Swan, Lasana, Las, we'll say Lasana, Lasaga. <laughs> All right, we're sorry if we're mispronouncing <laughs> that, but it's not going to matter by Friday. Um, Louisiana, fast. Yes, oh. they played the Popeyes Chicken Beer <laughs> League team. Oh, I don't understand what that was. <laughs> the Flyers lost four to three to Popeyes Chicken. <laughs> oh, Those chicken sandwiches are good. Let me tell you. Are they really? I haven't had That's that what they use as pucks. Wow. <laughs> that bad? No, they they're not, no, they're good. I know, but they're using. Why would the they use good food? That's just wasteful. Anyway, um, so they lost four to three. Carter Hart. What was the big? What was the big? Uh, the big storyline throughout the preseason. I like him. Carter Hart's the boss. That he hadn't let in any goals in the preseason. He let in one goal on. Well, fuck. The season's over. Yeah, you're right. Fuck you too. Um, if, he, if he lets up one goal, we're, we're done. On on Thursday night, he let in one goal. Hey, you joke. Yeah, dude, you're you're ruining my. <laughs> I don't know what you you're, said. You're ruining my flyers talk. <laughs> All right, guys, we're coming, we're gonna go to a quick commercial break. That was the end of our commercial break. <laughs> we don't have any ads because we don't have any sponsors. <laughs> Just pretend. We say not a sponsor a lot, so you'd think people would want to sponsor us. Um. So Carter Hart allowed four goals on ten shots this game, and he hadn't let. He let in one goal over the entire preseason of playing. So, I'm thinking they were hung up. You want to know what I think? I think Carter Hart was just like, you know what? I'm going to make everyone think I suck and play against this shitty team and let all these goals And then Friday he'll And then Friday, just basically just throw the middle finger up to the Blackhawks as he's stopping some goals going in. You know, only standing on his middle finger and just spinning around in a circle and <laughs> yeah. kicking pucks out. Like, like the kid from, uh, what was that show? Oh, God. Rocket Power. Rocket Power. The kid yep. from Rocket Power. <laughs> um, Car- so then Carter Hart was pulled three minutes and two seconds into the second period by Brian Elliott, who made 14 saves. Um... He actually, Carter Hart didn't let in any, or Brian Elliott didn't let in any goals. So he made all his saves. But by that point, it was too late. Um, they made a bit of a comeback towards the end, you know, like they usually fucking do. They'll, they'll play the last period, and then they'll all of a sudden make Sam it a game. Sam Dillard. <laughs> Is that the guy from Rocket Power? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Not a sponsor of Rocket Power. In, in the uh, opening credit scene, he kind of gives me a uh, Gossip Spear-esque like, like a, a gaze when he camera. does the look to the camera. Yeah. So after the Pedialyte kicked in, they started playing better. Yeah. It's exactly what happened. All their water bottles were <laughs> had Pedialyte in it. Um, they Shankatorier scored another goal, and he led the entire preseason with three points. Giroux and Voracek had a goal and four assists in the preseason to end it. They both. Uh, score or Giroux scored today. Borchek had an assist, I think. Um, and honestly, it was kind of cool because apparently this stadium was just built, and they're trying to. I think that this is like their third game played in the stadium because the Blackhawks played another team in the stadium, not the same team that the Flyers played today, but they played another team Friday. Did they beat that team? 
Yeah, three to one. So we're fucked. But uh, <laughs> the, no, but there's this is something that the NHL is doing. It's called like the Global Series or something, where like they're going and then it ends with the game one in the Czech Republic. Uh, uh, excuse me. It's quite a logistical nightmare for uh, franchises. Anyone who wants to watch it, <laughs> who works. Well, not necessarily that. I'm talking about like flying teams there oh, and back and stuff like that. Like. If they're going to do that, they got to make sure that there's enough time in the schedule so that the players aren't, like, burned out. Oh, no, there, there's a huge gap in between. Yeah, I know, but yep. they're talking about, like, I, I remember uh, reading about the uh, football games that are going to London and shit, and it's, like, really taxing. They don't do that. They don't do it right. The NHL does it, and they give them, like, a whole basically week there before the season, before the game's even played. Well, yeah. Then so they'll play Friday, and then they'll go home Saturday or Sunday, and then they'll have off until Wednesday, so it'll give them, like, a day or two of recoup, okay. so it'll be... <clears throat> so it'll be, and then it's going to be interesting. It's going to be. I'm excited. No, I am too. Um, what time is the game? Two o'clock. Fuck. I know. I'm going to have to watch it while I'm at work. It's got DVR. Wait, just watch it later. You know, they'll have a recap of it. They'll probably have it on later. They, they like, usually they usually do like some later game on the NHL. Oh, they'll do Friday. I can just watch it at like two AM if it's on. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know what? My goal is to watch more Flyers games this year than you watched Phillies games this year. Well, so you'd have to. Yeah, you, no. <coughs> give give me three and a half. <laughs> there was one time where I think I was like doing something else while also having them on in the background. Masturbating. They actually made me go soft. <laughs> That's how bad they were. <laughs> but, uh... So I started, and then I couldn't finish. You hate to see that. And Capler came along, greased up, and I kind of got turned sounds, off. Sounds like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I started, but can't finish. <laughs> um, Alright, what I want to jump into right now... I don't know, what do you want to jump into? No, I know, no, I was gonna, I'm doing a segue, goddammit. Uh, I thought you were asking. No, I'm jumping into something. Segway, no Paul Blart. Oh my god. You like that shit? No. I'm the type of girl you want to <laughs> chew my bubble gum. <laughs> chew my bubble gum. Peanut Blart and jelly. <laughs> <laughs> what is up, my dude? I love that god. guy. He's great. Um, so, tomorrow night at 5 p.m., the f- uh, final NHL rosters are due. Flyers are in a bit of a weird situation right now because they are up to the cap wall right now because of basically everyone that they have on their team at the moment, with like including this that Chris Stork guy. Remember the guy who's like thirty four who has kind of been all signs are you pointing. He's to, probably not gonna make the team. No, all signs are pointing to him being an extra body on the team he's now. He's going to make the team. He'll be like one of those extra bodies who you put in there if like he's hurt or so. So he'll be scratched a lot. So he'll be like <coughs> someone to have in the locker. Does he have a cat? Why? He's getting <clears throat> scratched a lot. I mean, shut the fuck up. All right, you need to go sit in timeout. <laughs> um, I'm already on it. So I was reading an article that I have up right here. It's about basically their situation and what they have to do because Nolan Patrick last week was diagnosed with a migraine disorder. Fuck disorder. He's becoming. He. I'm not going to go to that level, but he's becoming Mark L. Fultz. Fuck. But I also think a migraine disorder at least is something that they're kind of... So apparently he had a lot of concussion issues, and I'm thinking Fuck. it's fallback from that. And they're trying to figure out how... He came to them in June trying to get help about it, and they've been trying to find the right... And I was looking into this before tonight's recording to kind of figure out what a migraine disorder technically entails. 
They get migraines. Well, not that, but it's like, well, how, wouldn't you be able to just take, like, fucking Tylenol or something and then it go away? But apparently there's, like, with getting consistent migraines, you have to try to figure out the right balance of medicine, especially for an athlete, because you know how if you take too much Tylenol or too much ibuprofen, it basically burns a fucking hole in your stomach? Did you just call it Tylenol? Tylenol. That actually happens. Yeah. Well, it's not really good for you. It, like, hurts your liver. Yeah, it makes your liver, like... I, I knew that, but I didn't know I take that shit like candy, stomach. though. It doesn't burn a hole in your stomach. If you don't need anything, <laughs> it does. No, that's fine. When you're a big man like me, medication does not scare you. <laughs> Keep you drinking. more of it, right? Exactly. Jim's downing hard liquor while he just had three Benadryl. Two. It's <laughs> a <laughs> <laughs> so um, recommended dosage. Not with alcohol, but... Usually I can take one and I'm good to go. I am a large man. All right. Well, you know what? You don't need to rub it in. I'm sorry that I'm medium-sized. Size hey, doesn't I'm matter. how you use it. I'm not rubbing it in. I can't get drunk. Yeah, that sucks. <clears throat> All right. Like, I can, but it takes a lot of All right, of Thor Odinson. Let's calm down for a second. Another one. You would even drink that much, too. That's because it costs a lot of money to drink. <laughs> what about liquor? You, like, you can't... Like, what about a bottle like that I have on top of my fridge? What if you drank that whole thing? It would give me a buzz for, like, an hour. Holy shit. I'd be, like, <laughs> fucking... Humble brag. I'd be, like, falling off the roof, and I don't um, even have a roof here if I drank that whole thing. Yeah. Oh, actually, this article will... First, so I was reading... Well, I'll go back to the finish of Nolan Patrick thing. I was reading that basically they want to figure... They're trying to find the best balance of medicine while also... Because the, his problem right now is his vision. So he's having trouble seeing because migraines, you know, cause you to have blurry vision. And it's basically hard to focus because light sensitivity and everything. I've had bad migraines before and they're they're not something to fuck around with. And if you're get, he's getting them consistently, it's got to be layover from a concussion. Did they try changing the color of the ice to black? Shut up. That would look really nice. <laughs> no, they're actually, they're what they're going to yeah, do. No, the white no, no, no. That'd be fucking cool. Yes, though. it would. All right, cool. Yeah, that's a good what? idea for another time. Black I'm sorry ice. to say, but that would no, be fucking cool. But I'm going into that. That actually, no, that reminded me. Yeah, so yeah. another thing they're trying to do is they'll give him a tinted visor because most players don't wear tinted visors in the league, but he'll have to wear one Sweet. for the migraine disorder. Um, But... Yeah, so he's gonna come out here no, looking like Calvin Johnson. No, the pro- no, the, this is this is a huge problem for the I team. Understand no, because now no, because we don't know when our third line center, our future former second round pick, that we're holding a lot of basically Canipsha. I don't know if that's the word, but <laughs> I just, I don't um, know what no, we were, we're replacing a lot of our. <laughs> Fucking eggs in the basket. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the term I'm looking for. You um, put a lot of eggs in Nolan Patrick's basket, and that egg, that basket has migraines. Good way to put it. But yes, that's exactly what I mean. It's basically, it, we don't know when he's coming back. It could be a, a month, it could be two weeks, it could be the whole season, it could be a fucking a whole two seasons. It for could, be, one concussion? could be two seasons. Because like problem, hockey players get concussions like But no, this game. isn't a concussion. It's, a, it's like. It, which is what I'm starting to think. He's so. having migraine a migraine disorder, so we they think that the concussions created the disorder. Uh, uh, means that he's just getting really bad headaches out of nowhere, and like it's affecting him in terms of like being yeah. able to play. Like if he gets hit hard enough, when he and also if a migraine hits you hard enough, your vision just kind of shuts down almost. You get real blurry, and then all of a yeah. sudden, like he could be playing, and all of a sudden, nowhere, and then just get absolutely clobbered. Like it's not. So it's even not. So basically, they have to play. They have to go into the season assuming that 
he's not going to be there for him. He's got, they got to make their whole game plans around not knowing if Nolan Patrick's going to be a part of the team, and this could go on for his entire career. So it's kind of oh shit. Yeah. So it's not. That it's sucks. right now. It's Fuck. yeah. It's, it's kind of rough to go into the season. This was not what we needed, but getting Kevin Hayes looks a lot better now. <laughs> um, but black. Ice. Your guy Morgan Frost. What got sent to the Phantoms? Like I said, he would. Damn it. Frosty. Not frosty. The team's opening night roster frosty. is pretty much set, except if you that Chris Stort guy. It looks like he made the team, but they can't afford to sign him. That day. So what, what they they can't because they're against the cap wall. But so they got it. So there's something that they can do. There's a couple ways they can go about this because they'd have to. There's three contracts: Overall, Nolan yeah. Patrick, Andy Wolinski, and Tyler Pitlick. Your guy. Pitlick. Their cap hits will count against the Flyers' cap, even if they're placed on the injured reserve. So what? The, so what they're going to have to do is, um, it basically what happens is they say they were to put them on injured reserve. That means you free up a roster spot, but it doesn't free up your cap. Like it doesn't free up the cap. Fuck. So they'd have to put them on long-term injured reserve. But apparently, that also fucks up your cap space for later in the season it's it's weird but so what they'd have to do is they'd have to place nolan patrick on long-term injured reserve the day that the season starts they'd have to both loan philippe myers and connor bunham into the ahl on the on the final day of training camp so they dropped their cap hit below a certain level then they could then the next day they could place patrick on the long uh term IR so that would be the actual day that the season starts and then they'd recall one of those guys see what um, see how it's kind of like putting your mind through a loop right now it's like playing they, chess. they have to basically do roster chess in order to get roster juggling in order to basically get to the cap level so that they're set so it's going to be interesting the next couple days in terms of sending players up and down trying to so so they really have no wiggle room with the cap right now because they had to buy out a couple players, so it kind of it puts you against your, your basic group. So here's what's going to happen. Flyers Twitter is going to be an absolute hell zone in the next couple of days because people are going to be getting sent up and down, and people and Flyers fans have this tendency of every time they see a move automatically saying, What the fuck happened? So Meyer's getting sent down for... What the, what the fuck? <laughs> How do you do that? What is that? Soundboard. Oh, I thought you recorded him and did it like five times. So that's basically what I'm, what what happens on Flyers Twitter on a daily basis. Like today, when the Flyers lost to this team. All right, these are professional athletes that the Flyers played today, but it's you said they were beer league players. It's <laughs> because the NHL is the best league in the world. It's got the it, they're pulling it's pulling talent from every which way and. It's more competitive. The players are more. Uh, what's the word? Spicy. Athletic. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joe. But the yeah. NHL is so spicy. If hockey players. But it's so Flyers Twitter basically is writing off the season today when really this game won't matter come next week because it's preseason still and the, te- the team's not completely locked in and the team's not going to be locked in for the next two weeks. Because the only game that matters. It's a game that keeps you from getting into the playoffs or the game that gets you into the playoffs. Well, I don't want that this year. I want to be in the playoffs like a month before so we don't have to worry. Actually, you probably... That's realistic, Eric. No, that happens. I know, but Tampa it's Tampa Bay Lightning were in the playoffs in fucking November. For a team <laughs> to 
just finally find itself and be that team already, that's not going to happen with the Flyers. I see them squeaking their way in and making it competitive. But no, that's happened every goddamn year, and that's that's why it's not going to happen this year because it's literally been the Flyers' motto for the past eight years. It's either fine. The Flyers are going to be fucking amazing. Thank you. Happy? Yeah. You can't. You can only agree with me. I'm not wrong. This is the year. This is the year. My first year as a Flyers fan, they're going to win. And then you're never going to be a Flyers fan again. (laughs) No, I will. (laughs) No, you just you call it quits while it's. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be an intro. It's it's gonna be a rough week for people just not understanding how roster management and cap space works, which I'm not an expert on. But I know that players are going to get sent down, potentially waived to go set, get sent down. There's gonna be issues with the roster, and people are gonna be like, "What is the GM doing?" When realistically, they're doing it because they're trying to fit the cap space, which. As as you already know, I'm not a fan of the hard cap anyway. I think that it should be loosened and that it should be a little bit more softer, closer to like the NBA. Not to that extent where you could be paying LeBron James like $9,000 million and fucking for, what, a year? Whatever the hell he's getting. It's ridiculous for that, but I think that there should be a little bit more leeway like players should be getting paid a little more and also teams shouldn't be penalized because the problem is is all these uh, like teams like this that are drafting and that are putting building teams through draft and free agency are getting penalized when all their prospects are starting to become major league players because now they have to figure out like all right who can i actually afford to get rid of versus who do i keep so basically to be good is almost you're getting penalized to be good. Like you're getting, you're for doing it the right way. Doing it the right way. You were sitting there. I fucking saw your face, your grin, your little your little toothy, toothy grin. You were waiting to fucking hit that sound bite. I know it. But um, yeah. So it's it's gonna be. So the Flyers have to cut 1.3 million cap in the next couple days. So it's gonna be an interesting ride, but. I mean, honestly, they're not. It's 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 not going to be as bad as people make it out. The coach, I. By the way, you said earlier be a fucking flyer. That is in reference to last week the behind the glass NHL documentary series for the Flyers training camp premiered, and his his line in the episode was telling the players, "Look at that logo." He said, Rem- "Remember one last thing: be a fucking flyer." And it's literally, I'm getting that tattooed on my ass cheek if we win the Stanley Cup this year. You heard it here first, and I'll fucking do it. I didn't say it'd be big. I didn't say it'd be small. It's going to be whatever size I doesn't hurt. But <laughs> I'm just going to get be a fucking fire because, honestly, if they win the Cup, I'll do anything. You're going to shave your ass first? No, I'm going to make sure it's nice and hairy and ready to go <laughs> so people can't see it. <laughs> but, but, uh, I'm going to grow hair over it so people can't see yeah. it. Only I'll know it's there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's I love I love AB as a coach already. He's got so much personality. You, he's he he oozes competitiveness. He wants to win, and he's he's one of those guys who he's tasted the Stanley Cup Finals. He's gotten close to winning. He's gotten to Game Seven, and he lost. And he's another guy who, with just the right system, the right players, the right the right moment, is wants to break through and. 
honestly, it's only fitting that he's the guy who could potentially take the Flyers to the Stanley Cup, and it's it's going to be a fun year. Um, but this whole Nolan Patrick thing is a little bit iffy right now. I don't. It sucks, and I really was. I'm really holding out, and I hope Nolan Patrick is is ready to go. I hope that he gets this cleared up because I really want this guy to uh, succeed. But I also want to say this. <clears throat> so we got the second overall pick two times. First year, James Van Riemsdyk we picked. We had the second pick. You know who went first? Patrick fucking Kane. The guy who scored the game winner against us in the Stanley Cup, by the way, in 2010. That's the guy who won the Stanley Cup for the Chicago Blackhawks when he was playing the Philadelphia Flyers. Now, second guy, Nico Heeshear for the Devils, gets picked. We get Nolan Patrick. Our guy, James Van Riemsdyk, has some issues, has a couple injury issues. When he first starts his career, he's good now. He's on the team and he's playing well. We made a trade. We traded him, and he came back in free agency. Now Nolan Patrick's having fucking, uh, you know, injury issues. Why do none of these fucking other guys on other teams ever have injury issues? Why is it always Philadelphia players always seem to find, like, mystery fucking migraine issues? Why can't Patrick Kane have a migraine issue? Oh, shit. Here we go again. Once again, you're waiting for that, I know. But it's just, it's so baffling. And this happens in every fucking team. This doesn't just happen with the Flyers. It happens with the Phillies. It happens with the Eagles. It happens with the Sixers. Every fucking player we get who's going to be the next guy to help us out, somehow, like, his ball falls out of his sack, and then he fucking can't play for the rest of his career. <laughs> in a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Okay. <laughs> all right, let's cool it off, all right? Do you this know the way? <laughs> Actually, speaking of which, uh, a couple years ago, I remember this. One of the flyers blocked a shot in his ball, and it fucking popped. Oh. Yeah, it was great. But anyway. Did not wear a cup? No, he did. It broke the cup. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, it was like a bulldozer hitting his balls. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, but why can't fucking someone's ball fall out on another team? Like, I think they do. I think we just blow it out of proportion. But why, like, Patrick Kane has been one of the most, is probably the most successful American player or modern American player to play the game when we were 1% away from having that lottery pick. We literally would have Claude Giroux and Patrick Kane for an entire career together. I'm taking your fucking phone away. (laughs) Jesus Christ. That was good. That was (laughs) Wow. I hope that picks up nice in the audio. We'll find out. We will. Um, creaky chairs pick up too. Well, they pick up. Don't worry. <laughs> but uh, our audience loves it. No, it's been. I don't know. All I'm just. I'm just. People this week. I'm just irritated of like certain players, certain things not going our way, and like we get lucky with a draft pick, and then the guy turns wow. out to be injury ridden. Like it's just. It just sucks. It's, you don't want him to be like Markel Fultz, believe me. Well, that's that's the guy I'm thinking of. Is that um, yeah? Want to rip my nut hairs out every single day of my life for like. Eight months. Hey, we met him in real life. Was he a prick? Oh, no, yeah. no he didn't. Yeah, he, he was, was at like, that club. He was at the club. He was we acting like a creep in the corner. Yeah. He wouldn't do shit. He was there. Yeah, doing nothing, acting like a creep in the corner. All right. Good for him. But to wrap up my my stance on the Flyers' entire roster, um, pretty much right now their roster is 
well, is Claude Giroux, Jakub Voracek, Kevin Hayes, Van Riemsdyk, Provorov, Niskanen, Konechny, Gostaspier, Couturier, Justin Braun, Sanheim, Lawton, Brian Elliott, Michael Raffle, Robert Haig, who I think is going to get traded or waived. I think Haig's not going to be on the team. Uh, Tyler Pitlick. You hate to see it. Well, he's the he's the he's become the Andrew McDonald of this year. He's the guy who's getting fucking uh, the punchy bag of the team. But uh, he's the Jared Bayless to put it into. <laughs> to, uh, don't bring him up. Um, Tyler Pitlick, Nolan Patrick, Oscar Limbaum, Joel Farabee, Carson Toronsky, who. Uh, and Connor Bunneman, Andy Walensky, Carter Hart, Sam Morin, and Philip My- Myers. Myers, Morin, and Haig are the three guys who are going to rotate, I think, in terms. But I think Myers is going to end up with that final spot, like I said. So it'll be interesting to see where they end up. But they're going to have to do a little bit of a cap and roster sh- movement in order to be sufficient. So it's going to be it's going to be a it's going to be an interesting couple of days, and it's kind of shitty that we're not recording on Wednesday because it would have been nice to know what they had to do, but it'll be an interesting topic for next week as well as we'll be able to discuss real sorry, <laughs> Flyers, real Flyers hockey, real regular season Flyers hockey that's meaningful, that will be points. All right, I get it. What are you going to fucking press? You're going to press a button, aren't you? Do you know why we're recording on Monday? Why? <laughs> God damn it. Alright, I love um, this thing. But uh yeah, so I'm excited, boys. How about you? Yeah, I'm really excited. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. I'm gonna fucking put your phone in a box and you're not allowed to touch it for the entire recording. What's that app called? It is Don't get it. Dead me or I think it's dead memes. Is it free? Yeah. Ooh. Dead, anyway, dead mice, dead memes, oh, okay. mouse, <laughs> dead mice, dead mouse five. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyhow, that's some good flyer shit, Eric. I'm really, I really am excited for the. Yeah, it sounded authentic. <laughs> <laughs> I really am excited for the season, though. I, I, I haven't really watched too much hockey since uh, high school. Look, you're gonna need something to hold you over because the Phillies have been rough. So you're gonna need no, something to jump onto. No, stuff coming up. I think. No, you're uh, gonna need something to hold you over in terms of emotional stability. Nah, I have football. And that's my fantasy really. team is three and one. So yeah, how's your regular team doing? One and three, but anyway. <laughs> so sorry to bring that up. That was a touchy subject. <laughs> Basically. Uh, This is a different one, I think. Yeah, it's a different one. Anyway, I would like to kind of get into the Philadelphia Phillies, if you wouldn't. wouldn't Uh, That's pretty much it. I mean, uh, the only other thing I'll say is that episode two of that Behind the Glass is on tonight, so I'm curious to go home after we record and watch that and see what more little tidbits into the locker room. Oh, it's tonight? Yeah, so for some, I it fucking follows us every night. Record was on at eight. Oh shit! I don't. I need to get. It'll go. probably be on demand now. Actually, no, Joey. <laughs> God damn it'll God. it'll be on. It'll be you on. Did it for like ten minutes straight. <laughs> it'll be on. Uh, they're they're putting them on YouTube because episode one's on YouTube too. Mm. So I would just I'll send you the link after we were done recording. Oh yeah, I definitely would watch. It's that. good. You'll like it. It's you know they got. Players. I like the pen. Remember the pen from the for the Phillies. That's what this is Isn't like. Like that kind of. It's the. Do you remember the twenty four seven show? You ever watch like twenty four seven on HBO? 
2014. It was like the Winter Classic documentary show. No. The one where Brizgalov was like, in the Puskies are we of Russian women or whatever. <laughs> no. <laughs> Is he still, are we still paying him? Yeah, we're paying him for another like four or five Oh minutes. my God. Yeah. He's, he just shows up at games sometimes and he'll just be like, you know, if I was in net, I saved that. And I'd be like, no, you wouldn't. You fucking let the puck go right there. You let him play. No, you let him play and we're going, we're done. <laughs> I'd rather have fucking uh, Jay Cutler out there. <laughs> no, I'd rather get back uh, Brian Boucher. Okay. Brian Boucher is going to be in the glass for uh, the beginning of the season. So, or he took over Pierre's spot as we talked about. Thank God, because fuck that guy. I but uh, all right, get to your get the Phillies talk because you know that's it for Flyers. And uh, I want I'm curious to hear your take on. Your new seg- your new off-season segment that you're going to start, right? Well, it's going to be a little rocky to start out, but I figured I would like to start with a <clears throat> interesting player with the Phillies. So from now until uh, preseason, I'm going to be doing kind of a kind of synopsis on one Phillies player each week, uh, how well they did the year, how bad they did. Um Ways that they help the team or damage the team. <laughs> and uh, ways they might be able to impact the roster going forward or next year. How Whether they're like a trade piece possibly or a bench piece that we need to keep. Or just someone that's going to be there for the future. Um, this week I want to start with Brad Miller because... Uh, <clears throat> He was honestly the talk of the Phillies the last week or so because of how just like he kind of turned it on at the end of the season. And that's probably due to the fact that he had a lot of uh, appearances due to them being done. So the Phillies acquired Brad Miller from the Indians, I believe. Back in June, he started for the Phillies for the first time. I don't know if he got a start or what, but he came with the, he his first appearance as a Philly came on Sunday the 16th in June against the Atlanta Braves where he went one for two. And, uh, you know, he, he really wasn't a huge acquisition. They were looking at him more of, his be- of a bench piece, but he became more of a prominent player as the season went on due to injuries in the outfield. Doo-doo. Uh, yeah. You know the movie Angels right. in the Outfield? We had injuries in the outfield. Um, Angel? I oh, know. It was probably... I was going to say. I thought Angels in the Outfield was the movie we were talking about early in the podcast lifespan, but it was fucking Rookie of the Year with Joseph Gordon-Levin, who we found out later was not actually in that movie. <laughs> and I really thought he was. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out it was that good fuck times. from American Pie was in the movie. Good times. Good times. So... <laughs> Brad Miller has a uh, career 241 batting average. 241 batting average, 314 OBP, um, and a 419 slugging percentage, which isn't bad for a bench player. And Pretty good. Utility actually, piece. Um, 733 OPS, but this year, however, uh, with the Indians, he had a pretty average slash line, 250, 325, 417, four, and a 742 OPS. But with the Phillies, he had a slash line of a 263 batting average, 331 on-base percentage, 610 slugging percentage, 
and a 941 OPS, which is really good considering he was probably our best bench piece all year. Yeah. Actually, Can I help you? I was recording it. Recording it. Um, couple years removed from a 30 home run season. Um, has really been a bench and utility guy for most of the teams he's been with since Tampa Bay. I think the Phillies found someone that's going to be a consistent bench player for a couple of years now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd sign him all day. I'd, I'd keep him there because the Phillies really haven't had many bench players be successful since probably Matt Stairs or uh, John Mayberry. John Mayberry. I would consider him a successful bench piece because he never actually got. Yeah, it kind of sucked for him, though, because he was young. He had potential. But. Yeah, but. So he finished the year with the Phillies with uh, 12 home runs, um, one triple, two du- two doubles, no, three doubles, sorry. Um, and uh, 21 RBIs in 130 plate appearances, which isn't great, but the fact that he's just hit in good situations for us. Like, I feel like he always came up with a big hit, especially when he really came out for the Phillies in that Mets series when he hit the bamboo home run. No, I just I, – I was typing in Brad Miller to pull up some something for him, and I typed in fucking Brad Miller. <laughs> just like – I just imagine Brad Miller being this, like, fucking Strowman bread mascot. <laughs> just Brad Miller. <laughs> anyway, uh – 1.5 war on the season. Uh, I, I mean, I really can't say enough about how much I think he would be a very good piece for us going forward. Um, I would like to see him get a little bit more use, especially just, like, during different situations. Like, I feel like Gabe kind of didn't really give him any good situations to come in. Remember, he always pinch hit Nap and Rodriguez. Yeah, and Maybe like maybe this guy gets a few more bats. It was for them. I don't know. It, a lot of things didn't make sense this year. Anyway, I think <clears throat> I'm confident in this guy coming forward, and I know we have the potential to sign him after this year. Or right. he might be up for arbitration. I'm not entirely sure what his contract situation is, but I think the Phillies need to bring him back next year, um, especially with a lot of our pieces. Depth pieces as a question mark. He can play most positions, outfield and infield, and give us some depth at those positions, which we really don't have other than our baseline players, you know? Yeah, he's a professional. He's been in the league for a few years, you know? And not only that, he's Bamboo Brad. I mean, I I went out and bought Bamboo. He's a UFA next year. Um, Yeah. Well, I think the Phillies got to sign him. Yeah, I would him among other players, but I think he's a player that we he's familiar with our organization and familiar with Philadelphia, so keep him around. I'd, I'd give him a couple mil to sit on the bench and make a couple spot starts. Maybe like a Greg Dobbs kind of guy, you know? Yeah, platoon, third yeah. base. Yeah. Let, uh, I like him. While uh, we figure out the uh, Alec Bohm situation, if he's not up, he could probably platoon I a little bit with someone else. his haven't been like... Ridiculous. Well, he's not an everyday starter. So I know that's not, the thing is like you're not gonna have to pay him a crazy amount. Well, he could he could potentially start on a worse team, 
But for a team that the I don't think he's for a he's never a starter. No, he's Um, until that unless um, other than that year he had thirty home runs. He's not really been the starter. I mean, I don't know. I I feel like a guy like that. He'd be a starter on a shitty team. Yeah. By then, it really wouldn't matter for him. He probably wants to win a World Series Uh, at this point because no one's going to actually take him to. Well, he is. Yeah, you got to think, too. If I were him, he's 29. I would rather, me, honestly, I'd rather start and play every day on a shittier team than just ride the bench on a good team. The Phillies have a good clubhouse. They have good clubhouse guys. But it's fine. But I don't feel better about myself. I'm going to give you an option. Play for the Marlins or have Andrew Knapp on your team. Play for the Marlins. But he's a great clubhouse guy. I don't care. <laughs> you could tell. Wait, so I want to pull. I want to say that though. Um, when I was watching the video, because it was Gabe. Uh, remember when he was standing in the dugout and he was hugging all the players and saying like, "Good job." It was the final game. The thing I noticed too was when Nap got there and they. It was fucking Sean Rodriguez, obviously, who embraced Gabe the most because like we know we we know where that we've talked about that before. They grease each other up before every single game, but. Uh, and then Nap hugged each other because like shitty push-ups in the outfield. Together. Yes, but uh, he, he was. <laughs> I mean, like I have better form than he does, and I'm like 300 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, him and Nap definitely have a little bit of a relationship because the shitty players always are tight with the coach. I say that as someone who sucked ass at hockey and was really <laughs> tight with all my coaches because no one appreciates the the player. Or no coach appreciates the player on the team the most than the player who fills the water bottles. And Andrew Knapp was great at it. So I don't even think he did that right. Yeah, he filled it with like PCP water. God damn it. It's vitamin water. <laughs> yeah, they were vitamins. But <laughs> no one likes vitamin water water, Andrew. It's so be lifelong. No, he would be like, no, Gabe would be like, Andrew, Jesus, Jesus Christ, the vitamin water has too much sugar in it, and we ought to make sure that these players aren't getting too much of their sugar in their diet. I want, no, I want you I want you to get over there, and I want you to put... Could, could you see the effort that he put into filling up those water bottles? I've them. never been more proud of a player in my life. He, he, he hasn't had a hit in, like, 30 games, but, you know, he he really contributes to a team win here. So who else is gonna who else is gonna fill the bucket that we dump on the player that wins the game for us? Alright, what else you got, Jim? <laughs> That's it. No I'm kidding. Um, I mean honestly you we're I mean we are at an hour, but I mean you, we can do what else you, you wanna go into something else a little bit with the Phillies, anything you have I mean I'm anything just, that's been on your mind. I'm just thinking like I really think that if we don't have Brad Miller next year, there's really no one else we have a depth position right now. Um what I, about I uh, anybody. Oh, you said you you want um I want I want them to get Brad. Star, starting center field. Uh Well, I want uh fucking Hazley. Hazley there. I would like Hazley at center field. I don't think Brad Miller's a starter at center field. I don't think for the Phillies team. I was watching something and people the Phillies like prospect pool isn't too hot, is it? It's not great. Well, we brought up most of our prospects. They don't, and they no. don't have anybody who's like a game-changing prospect right at the moment, right? Alec Bohm could be. But besides that, like a like a Spencer Howard, like a um, Adam Hazley is like a guy you bring up as like a nice depth piece. Someone's not to a depth piece. He to me, he kind of remi- reminds me of a. I don't want to say. I don't want to say Shane Victorino, but like a lesser version of Shane Victorino. He's not. He's not like the speedy guy Victorino like Aaron was. Roland. 
No. Aaron Rowan was a beast. Nobody could beat. But he really Aaron, was. Aaron, he really was, <laughs> dude. He, he, the year he, uh, the year before he was on the Phillies, he was an MVP candidate. No way. Yeah, he was. Look it up. I don't believe you. <laughs> um, I don't believe you. The year he was for the Phillies, he was up there before he hurt his. He broke his nose. He was a monster, dude. He had like thirty something. And he didn't play with a broken nose. Times. Fucking pussy. It was a bad one. Anyway. Um, I I think of him as the player that kind of goes out there. You know what you're going to get out of him every day, and he consistently contributes to adding runs on the board. He's not a speedy guy, but he can play the position, and he can. Yeah, actually, I'll be honest. He kind of reminds me of Pat Burrell. Pat Burrell wasn't like that fantastic player. I feel like he's got a little more zip than Pat the Bat. Yeah, but Pat I think, I think he's going to give you that like solid middle of the middle of the who works his ass off. Middle him, average right? works his ass off, yeah. and it he's not your best player, but he's definitely a complimentary piece that you want to have on a team that's going to go far. Yeah, not every team can have every fucking play, every position be the best player. Yeah, and I don't think he's going to be a great center fielder, but I think he's going to be good enough to be that on a team that. Uh, even left fielder, if we're moving people around, um, if he's on the team, then I don't think Brad Miller gets the outfield spots. Oh, his average is a little higher than I thought. Yeah, no, Aaron Rowan was a fucking monster. All right, relax. He had twenty-seven home runs and three hundred nine. Was a great, great year. I could That's see. Great. I could see what's his name doing that. I don't know about 30, uh, 27 home runs, but... Dude, in this league, no. True. <laughs> Freddie Galvis had, like, 25 home yeah. runs. Um, yeah, no, I, I, like, I like Brad Miller. I don't think he's a starter, but he's definitely a bench piece that we need to have going forward because uh, we don't... We don't have anyone. Sean Rodriguez needs to go. Andrew Knapp needs Dude, to go. Dude, we could fucking just have an empty roster spot, and it'd be better than probably having Sean Rodriguez. <laughs> I don't think you need anyone there. Put yeah. fucking me in at that position. Just I'd let Charlie hit. That'd be hilarious, at least. Well, you know I'm going to go hit the ball. Uh, Charlie's not back next year. We're all, no, Charlie's we're all on, not. Yeah, we're all on. The, <laughs> we'll yeah. we'll kind of segue into the coaching here. Um, so... The buzz right now, Joe Madden was let go from the Cubs. And Gabe's right. Gabe's pretty much on his way out. There's not he's probably on his way out. It's really up to John Middleton because but Matt, John Clint, Middleton, Matt Clintech he's wants not, him here. Well, Matt Clintech's not gone. Like he's he's not gone this year because John because John Middleton's not gonna fire his it would be a bold and like basically probably a better move, but he's not after that extension that he just gave, he's not gonna fucking let go of the G he, <laughs> He could. Right. Well, he right. could, but I think Kapler's the first to go, and then Klintak is obviously next. Do you really want Klintak being in charge of another manager, though? That's the only thing. At least I don't think Joe Madden would get pushed around by Klintak. He yeah. wouldn't, but that would also kind of cause a huge rift, and it, it would it would, would make really it probably make it it make it way worse than just having fucking Gabe Kapler being puppeteered by. Klintak would probably pull some dumbass trades and shit and ruin the Phillies farm system if that came true. Ricky, Metallica. I don't. No, I'm telling you, manager. You, I'm telling you, I don't think Ricky Batalco would be a good idea. I think he genuinely would. I think it would make it worse. So Batalco reminds me of Chad Qualls. Larry Boa. Yes, Chad Qualls. And Larry Boa, at the time, was a very good manager. However, I don't think 
I think that type of manager is out the door nowadays. Yeah. It's, you're not going to get the guys up in your face. Yeah, you want the guy to kind of defend you, but Larry Bow was a special person. <laughs> I don't think we get that kind of manager anymore. And I think if Ricky Vitale goes back in and becomes our manager, which is really not a thing that's going to happen. If it happens, I'll eat crow. I'll do whatever I need. Be lovely. I love it. I, would lo- I love realistic, angry men like that. That all terrible. No, but that's a, but that's a fifty fifty chance of that being super successful, or just a dumpster fire. I'll take the risk. Then this PR bullshit. But no, that I get from Kapler. No, but Kapler was a risk. I don't know if they want him. Joe, Joe, Joe Madden is the safer safer choice. They're probably going to go with the safe choice. The only thing is Joe Madden is the only coach. No, but I also agree with you. I think a risk sometimes is good, but I don't think they're going to follow up a risk with another risk. Joe Madden became the coach of a team that was already ready to win the World Series. I'm using using the Flyers as a a comparison because they took the risk on Dave Haxtell. It didn't pan out, and Elaine Vigneault was the safe choice. He's a proven winning coach already, so you go with the safer choice. He's a coach who can also do... It's not like a safe choice is a bad thing because, obviously, also I think the Flyers are closer to winning than the Phillies are closer to winning because the Flyers have the pieces in the pool in order to put the puzzle together. The Phillies don't have like pitching. They don't have stuff to be able to fix their holes. So getting a coach, people think that Joe Madden's going to save it and it's, he's going to automatically change everything. It's not going to happen. It's not going to change anything because it's going to make it. Gabe Kapler is, and Joe Madden are very similar no, in their and Gabe Kapler style. on a actually. It's just that Gabe Kapler made one bad move and everyone crucified. No, yeah, Gabe Kapler on a better team. If you look at the stats compared to Gabe Kapler and Joe no, Madden, they make. It's the just because of Gabe Kapler's attitude and Joe Gabe Madden's. Kapler old, might not yeah. have had the in-game experience Joe Madden has had. But a lot of the moves Gabe Kapler makes are very similar to what Joe Madden does. And also, Joe Madden was, at a time, a coach like Gabe Kapler who wasn't proven. Most of the time, these coaches are unproven guys who need to, who you got to take a risk on. And just Kapler from day one, we've talked about it. Kapler from day one was already out the door, pretty much. Like, there was no way that he was, even if we are winning a World Series, even if this team was like 2008 Phillies where they were just a powerhouse, it still wouldn't matter because Kapler would get blamed for everything. He'd be he'd be he'd be fucking blamed for hugging the first player in the pile for the World Series parade. Like he would like fucking hug like Sean Rodriguez, and he'd be like, "Why the fuck didn't he hug Bryce before he hugged Sean Rodriguez?" Yo, fuck this guy, he's a piece of shit. Grinch. If Sean Rodriguez was on our people world, don't like fake people. But if Sean Rodriguez was on our World Series winning team, I would not like it, and I would probably not be happy that we won the World Series solely for the fact that Sean Rodriguez was there. <laughs> I, think I don't think the team the Phillies beat in the World Series. Fuck yeah, but I don't. All right, but no, but Gabe <laughs> Kapler. But I don't think Gabe Kapler's a fake guy. I think he's just oh Gabe Kapler would be the perfect high school coach because he's no, super supportive. Shit, because when they made a mistake, he'd tell him he's doing a good job. That's not how you learn. Yes, you stay stagnant. No, he's on the Angels. Well, no, because I had coaches who told me in a and told me who cheered me on when I was doing wrong. But they also there's a critique that they can give you to say like this is how you could be better at it. Not yeah. like not like you know fuck you asshole. You I, su- yeah. Well, I never said that. No, I know, but I'm just like 
I, I don't think Kapler is. You heard it here first, folks. I don't think. Joe Kap- said, "Fuck you, asshole." <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think Kapler is bad. I just think from day one he was crucified. There I was don't need somebody giving Gene Segura an excuse of why he didn't run to first base. How can you seriously? You got to call him out and say, "Yeah, he he needs to run." Is that really bad to say you need to run? S- yes, but at the same time, these guys also professional athletes are like babies. You got it. I don't care. No, but it's I'm telling you, that's how. Team. No, but that's how you. You got to mold it a certain way. If you treat them like babies and you let them do whatever they want, they're gonna be babies. People take in a mile when you give them an inch. That's why they're no, playing I fucking agree. Fortnite all the time. No, I agree. That's why they're. That was one time, and Carlos Santana threw a chair. So. Yeah, because he's a real fucking baseball but the, player. But then he left, and now he's yes, doing, probably because he hated playing for us. And now he's doing good, and now he's good. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyway. If that's Clentech or if that's Kapler, no, it's, it's up in the air. But I'm just saying, I don't want my fucking coach being a pansy. To so. me, Joe Madden might be an improvement just based on game Well, experience. obviously, you get an experienced coach, he's going to coach better. But. However, I think Joe Madden left some things on the table with the Cubs and the Rays. The The Rays were one of the better teams in baseball over his, his entire tenure there. They won... His first two years, they were losing teams, but in 2008, obviously, where they went to the World Series, the year after, um, 84 and 78, uh, year after that, 96 60, and 66, 91, 71, 90, 72, 90, 71, uh, and then the year after that, they kind of started their rebuild, and now they're good again. However... The uh, he moved on to the Chicago Cubs. He lost in the World Series, or he lost in the playoffs that year. Uh, won the World Series finally with the uh, Chicago Cubs, and uh, after that, ninety-two wins, seventy, nothing to show for it. Ninety-five wins, nothing to show for it. I'm not saying he's not a bad. He's a bad coach. I'm saying. He's left a lot on the table. He's had a lot of winning teams and not a lot to show for. I'd be excited if they got him. I would too. But it would be, just, it would, and also, at the same time, it is the perfect way. It's not like I don't think they have to do something to get the fan base back because, I mean, you have Bryce Harper, so it's not like you're losing too much. But that would also, getting a coach like that. John Maley was also their hitting coach here. They won the World Series. The Phillies? The no, the Cubs. Cubs. <laughs> Maybe he'll be back. But uh, <laughs> they hated them. No, but what I'm, but I think that that would be. We'd have Arietta. I mean, shit. We have Joe Madden with Arietta. Dude's got fucking balls in his arm. See, they probably from the fucking hockey players whose ball fell out of his sack on the Flyers and it landed in his arm. See, it's a co- it's collective in the city. Right? Yep, yep. Fucking Flyers balls falling out of arm <laughs> sacks and goddamn it. And anyway. on the way there, it nicked Fultz's shoulder, so he was out for the rest of the year. Yeah, it's a collaborative experience in the city of getting hurt. Anyway, I do think that that would be a move that would inject a little bit of fire back into the fan base and be because at this point. If Kapler's back next year, this city's gonna it's gonna be really hard to get excited for the next season because you've had two years of virtually same baseball with two different regimens, basically, with Bryce Harper and then without Bryce Harper. So regardless of what they get next year, people are gonna still have in the back of their head, well, we had Bryce Harper, JT Romuto, 
Gene Segura, who, yes, 50-50, because he doesn't hustle, but he also still is a bigger he's, name. Yeah, he's a great. He's hit 300. Yeah, so you have those players, but then the year before you didn't, and there were ways you were better the year before, in a way. Yeah, they were good until August. <laughs> so like it, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. So it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for the city to get behind Kapler. And I saw earlier you liked the tweet that I retweeted about how I don't think Kapler necessarily deserves all the blame he's getting. I think it's kind of shitty that I've I when you really take a step back and think about it, put Kapler on a better team with a better manager, and he's probably in a better position than he is right now, which. Yes, you could be angry at Kapler. I don't 100% agree with everything he does, but I also don't think he is to blame, mostly. Well, I don't know that he's to blame for all this stupid There's ass. stuff he does, and I do agree with you with certain things that you've said where I agree, yes, he. there's times he needs to figure out how to hold players accountable when he doesn't, and I think he's afraid of making enemies in the locker room, which sometimes he's as mean. a coach, which sometimes is <laughs> a coach. There's a balance between ga- There's a balance because da- Doug Peterson doesn't do that. He doesn't do the thing that I think you want, but he also holds p- people accountable without necessarily calling them out. Like, he basically says, like, we need to be better, but he doesn't single out players. I think there's, like, a balance where there has to be, like, you know what I mean? Like, because Peterson does the thing where he praises players no matter what, but he also still coaches. Gabe kind of doesn't have – Gabe doesn't have a balance. He either somehow will do something really good – but then he'll also fuck up and not hold someone accountable. Well, do you think Gabe's gonna cry when they fire him? I can see that. I, mean, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Um, I mean, because he thinks he failed. He feels like he failed, and he did practically. Sure? I don't put all the blame on on Kapler. I, I sometimes it sounds like I do, but you, the leader, man, it's the leader that no, sets I know. the tone for the whole bent. You know, the whole team. And if you're easy on these guys, you know, not on their ass about this type of shit. If you're in a fucking slump, yo, you better be working. I don't know if they are, but it just seems soft to me. Like, I feel, I believe that Doug Peterson, if somebody screws up, he's in the back yelling at them, and you're right, he doesn't say it, it doesn't say it on cameras and stuff, but I, I, he, I, he, he has he, an edge to him, and I believe that Sometimes you don't see him. what goes on behind closed doors, and also, there's a, there's a amount of, like, I can tell, you can tell that the players respect Kapler, on the yeah, I don't no, you you can you can tell that there's I, if you were watching the way that they were exiting, there's an amount of respect that they have for him because he did go to bat for them. JT Romuto looks at Gabe Kapler. I think JT Romuto just looks at everyone like he hates them because I think he just JT Romuto is a professional and he knows yeah. what the fuck he needs. Yeah, but uh, I do asshole. agree with you that Doug Peterson has an edge to him. Yeah, but he's different I, than Kapler. I, look, we're all in, we're all in agreement here. Kapler's out. I'm ready for no, no, but he's out. Like, there's no, there's no, there's literally no way that John Middleton can sit back and say keeping Kapler next year is good, regardless of if it's his fault or not, because he knows he just needs to kind of say fuck it. I need to, I need to. He kind of needs to get the fan base back, and I think getting Which, a better manager. Yeah, because however, I don't want him to just make a statement move for making a statement move sake. Which is why I'm going to go into this now. Joe Madden won't be the manager. Yeah, I don't like. It's not gonna because like if Joe Madden's because if Joe Madden's the manager, it's solely a look what I did. I got what you guys wanted basically. Yeah. Which is what I was afraid the Flyers were gonna do when they fired Hackstall, but Where they didn't. Bonyas. I love that. That's a risk, but also it's a proven. I wouldn't it, say it's a risk. No, but he's no. familiar with the organization. He's familiar with. But it's a first-time coach. You're risking to put someone in that position, but at the same time, it's it's not it's not as much. He's not a pushover. 
But anytime you start having a new coach, it's a risk. Anytime you're doing a first-time coach. But he's not that far removed from being a player. Well, that's the thing is it's a perfect medium. Yeah. I like him. I, I like Madden. him as the idea. I like him too, but I, I mean, you're right. It is a risk. I would just take Madden at this point. We got to win now, bro. We can't be fucking. I don't up. think we can win now, though. They, Why? They, they get a couple pitchers. I think if our pitching improves, yes, we have no. Yeah, it depends However, on it depends on if they, what if they do the same thing they did this year, which I'm pretty sure Clintac might be content to do. I don't. I, it's going to be really tough. We have to wait to see. Get Garrett Cole. Get, get Cole Hamill. Cole Hamill slash Steven Strasburg. Which let me let me just put a little something in here. Not how bad are national or the just the nationals in general? Their fans, their team, like even though they're such a like they play very well. Their fans just two don't of their shit. biggest superstars might walk out of them because the fans don't give a shit. Season. They don't know how to market their team in a good way because what, what, instead they play fucking Baby Shark do 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 in the middle of the fucking game because the players walking up the bat. That's fucking stupid. Anyway, like think about this. Tell me how you feel, Jim. <laughs> think about this. Regardless of the players they have on the team, there's a potential for back to back years players. That that are superstars on the Nationals to walk away for more money. Not And that to me, that's telling on an organization, considering the talent that they have there. Who's the first? <laughs> what? Who's the first player to walk away? Bryce Harper. Oh, yeah. But, like, think about that. Steven Strasburg, the guy that was there before Bryce, the guy that was their, their first superstar, other than Ryan Zimmerman, walking away... Back to back years, that kind of that kind of incriminates the Nationals to me. No, it's something managerially that they're kind of doing. Not wrong. even managerial, like but organizationally. Yeah, I think I think they forget that the that that Lots team. No, Washington's a hockey town. Because yeah. the capital, it's just the like cap, the NBA, where all the Red players Skins. fucking leave. But honestly, the Redskins are even more of a fucking issue, dude. The Redskins are like the Browns now. Like they're just a pitiful organization that people don't want to. No star wants to be a part of them. There, oh, there's some good things there. They just have a couple pieces that are missing personal. Anyway, <laughs> like I just think that that's funny. Like, but and I, then the Nationals fans are be like, "Oh, you left us. You le- you you left us hanging." I'm like. No one wants to go to fucking Washington to play baseball. Well, think about it. If you're t- if you're fucking have eight fans in your stadium on a on near a t- near the playoffs when the games actually matter, then singing Baby Shark in the stands. Yeah, then what the fuck am I gonna want to? Why would I want to go there when I could go to Anthony Philly? Rendon? Anthony Rendon might be gone too. Wait, our fucking our fucking team. God knows this city hates the manager. What we've been talking about, and we literally bitch and moan. But we still fill up that goddamn stadium, and we still, we still, but we still Not as much as they used to. When we were winning, we filled it up. <laughs> but even when we're losing, there's still people going. There's still diehard Phillies fans. We're still passionate about the team. Washington, you lose one game, and it's oh well, what the, what's on? What's going on? I just think it's funny street? that the Nationals are going to lose multiple people, multiple years, and they're complaining that Bryce Harper left. Still, they made fun of his fucking baby. They like, threatened to kill his baby. I didn't know what that for. I thought like they made it. To, oh they were God. in the outfield and right field. Phillies fans flocked to that after they heard about that. Phillies fans flocked to buy those seats 
and fill it up with Phillies fans just so they could protect Bryce Harper. <laughs> That's how good Phillies fans you. are compared to Nationals fans. Go fuck them. Like, just go fuck they yourself. threatened to kill his baby. They're like <laughs> threatening shit. To his Jesus Christ. And then they're like, well, why'd you leave us? For more money? No, no because I didn't want, my, I didn't want my baby to get murdered over a baseball game. <laughs> anyway. Fuck the Nationals. Uh, Alright. You. I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty tapped out of shit to talk about. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. I think it was a good one. I liked where we went. I like your new little uh, player-by-player breakdown. I'd start off with Brad Miller, but, I mean, it's going to get deeper. Hey, Brad Miller's an integral piece to this year. Jimmy, we don't we, have Ben. Wait, hold on. I, I, have a nice little te- I have a nice little teaser for next week's episode. I think we should trade Reese Hoskins. Fuck no. <laughs> we'll get into that next week. I'm not buying another jersey. <laughs> um, all right, you guys got any closing statements? I know. I mean, I'm just, as you know, ready to go for Flyers hockey this week, so that's um, all I got really. Phillies, don't blow it. Hire someone good. Get rid of Clintac. Yeah, maybe next week they'll. You think Shoot Cap- McPhail Cap- in the face? Kaplan might be gone um, next week. Get rid of McPhail. Get rid of- clean managerial house. You're set. Go get someone that can actually manage produce a team. <laughs> Not that they didn't produce a team, but just produce a baseball organization. Go do that, Phillies and Flyers. Go Flyers. Go Flyers, game one. Go orange and black. What, uh, anything for you, Joe? Be a fucking flyer. Union play. Be a fucking flyer. Sunday, 4 Union? Against who? Against New York City. Are you trying to bring it, Are you trying to make us a union podcast? No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's the last game of the season. They're playing against the, the number one reunion. The number one team <laughs> you're a, in the You're conference. a union fan, and you don't even. <laughs> no one gives a shit about the union except me. That's why it's funny. This is a joke. You know that? <laughs> I'm a union fan, but I know no one gives a fuck. Wait, I just got a notification for something that we might need to bring up about the Phillies. Hold on. Let me see. Anyway, they played at 4 o'clock. Oh. Last game of the regular season. Did you see seasons. the one that I just saw? All right, fuck the union. Yeah, okay. No, Chris Bryant. Apparently, he's the... Oh, my God. Cut that out. No, we're going to keep that in there because fuck you, Jim. Jim just farted. That's how long we've been here. It's that funny girl coming back to bite your ass. Um, oh, my God. But Chris Chris Bryant, uh, if the Phillies can get him, would you get him? Depends what we're giving for him. Reese Hoskins. Is that really on the table? Straight up. No. Would you do it for Reese Hoskins? They're not going to take that. All right. How about Franco? <laughs> Just Franco? Yeah. Franco and uh, Tommy Joseph. He's <laughs> like left arm. How about Wilson Valdez? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, Does that mean Joe Madden's coming here? Yeah, you can just come with uh, Brian on the same plane. Yeah, let's ride together. We ride together, we die together. Bad boys for life. Now, baby, let's ride. All right, Joe, you got anything to end the episode? No, I tried my union thing, and it was interrupted, so. Besides that? <laughs> nope, that's it. I'm salty now. I was, this is about the Phillies. I don't know. There was some news, potentially. Playoffs start soon. Union. Oh, I thought that the baseball playoffs start that soon. That does start soon, too. Who gives a shit, though, because the Phillies aren't in it. It's just going to make us more mad. I don't know. I, I usually do watch them. No, I, I can't pay attention. I like to see. Uh, it's Playoffs in any sport are fun. Obviously, I think hockey's the best playoffs, but 
Um, have you been to a Philadelphia Soul game? <laughs> you might hear about this fucking Soul game one more time. Dude, it was amazing. Well, I know, I know. It you told amazing. me about 30 times. I know how great it was. I really have to piss. Can we end this quickly? <laughs> All right. All right. You got nah, just go Flyers. Be a fucking Flyer. Be a fucking Flyer, yeah. boys. Game one at 82. Let's, let's get it. Phillies don't fuck up. Yes, and uh, go Union. There you Union. go, Joe. I fixed it. There you go. All right. Uh, uh, wait. Oh, we make gotta. sure you follow us <laughs> on Twitter at Stick Energy Capital S Capital E. Uh, All right, Joey Lefty's going pee, so follow him at uh, something something something. You can listen to us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Cast box. Cast box. <laughs> Something else, I'm pretty sure. And uh, iHeartRadio. I, I said that. All right. Well, I'm just making sure you're checking all the boxes here. Make sure you tell your friends. You can also check out our Patreon. I promised show notes last week. We didn't do it because Eric and Joe suck at that shit. We're going to get to it. Again. Uh, we're going we're gonna to try our best here. It's tough. We're, you know what? If you guys actually follow us on Patreon, you'll get T-shirts soon. Don't say that. <laughs> um, I heard you suck at something. You guys suck at uh, the show notes that we tried to do last week. What do you mean? You I gave was... one sentence answers, Joe. <laughs> no, I, I was playing basketball. I understand. You literally said that to me like 20 minutes before the show. I started. said I was going to put them out Friday and nothing happened. What? Yep. When did you say that? During. Oh, the... for this week? No, last week. You did not. I said I was going to put them up Friday. You sent me a link the day of. Well, yeah. I said I was going to put them up Friday. All right. Regardless. (laughs) Check us out on Patreon. Check us out on Twitter. Check me out at Jimbo Coleman on Twitter. At Eric Rayer underscore 11. Or Eric underscore Rayer 11. Something underscore Eric. Follow Joe on Xbox. Janier139. And me on uh, Nintendo DS at uh, uh, Mario69. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, that flopped. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? We got to end. All right. All right. Uh, we'll talk at you guys next week. All right. Go Flyers. <laughs>